Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Bill Hervis, CEO of Boltworks, a construction staffing platform that's raised over $7 million in funding. Bill, thanks for chatting with me today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so before we begin talking about what you're building there, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background. Sure. I'm a programmer by trade. Uh, started off with 3D programming and that, that kind of stuff. Then I moved on to become the CEO of the company and that eventually also the CEO of the company I worked for to get the Long story short, I got the chance to join this venture and co-found Bolt.Works in 2016. Also started as the CTO for the company, but then moved on to become the CEO in 2018. So uh, kind of a programmer mm-hmm. went on to become a leader of company. Uh, it's not an usual path to take in staffing business, please. Yeah, it's a very unconventional path. And and what was it like making that transition for you, going from a CTO to a CEO role? Well, I'm the kind of guy who doesn't feel uncomfortable when when given responsibility. So during those few years I spent as the CTO, I, I kind of had my hands on everything that happened inside the company. And then it was kind of natural to move up to become the CEO in 2018. So I don't know, uh, it happened kind of, uh, of course, the transition is from CEO to CEO, but it was a smooth, like long path that I took. So it didn't feel like much back then, but of course it was a big step moving back. Got it. Makes sense. And a couple of questions now, just so we can better understand what makes you tick as a leader. What CEO do you follow the most and look up to the most? Well, uh, of course it is. Really tough question. I, I could name like 10 different BD CEOs or founders, but I'll have to mention Ilka Panan and Mikko Kodese from the Finnish startup Supercell, who produced mobile games like Heyday and Class of Class and Boom Beats and Class Royale. You mightn't have heard about the company, but those mobile games might, might sound familiar to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team that Ilka and Mikko have nailed, they've been after the first few years trying out different ideas after they succeeded with a, with their first like big hit, they've been very profitable. And you see like numerous unicorns that still struggle with profitability. The Supercell is, is really different in that regard that it has been very profitable for several years already. Nice. I've not heard of those founders, so I'll, I'll definitely check them out. And then what about books? What book would you say has had the greatest impact on you as a leader? Again, uh, I read so many business books and uh, my leading style is probably a mix of, of so many influences that it's impossible to pick just one. But as for books, I would want to mention a book called Factfulness from Hans Rosling. And that talks about the state of the world, no less. Uh, the point of the book is that we get so many like negative news from all the sources that all the positive things are 
never get the time. And the point also in the book is that the science and entrepreneurs usually are able to solve those problems. You know, in 80s, there was lots of talk about acid rain. And in 90s, there was also a layer. And those have largely, largely been solved. Also, vaccinations help with pure people. The priority has been in steady decline. Lots of positive things have been happening slowly. And entrepreneurs, of course, science also have been the ones that have led this progress. So that's a kind of a positive fact-based book that I would recommend to everybody. Nice. I'm checking out the reviews right now, and they have an endorsement from Bill Gates that says, the world would be better if literally millions of people read this book. I give it my exactly. highest recommendation. <laughs> That's a pretty exactly. strong uh, strong voice to, uh, to support the book. So between you and Bill Gates, we have to check it out. Sure. I recommend it also. Amazing. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's super helpful in understanding a bit more about you know what makes you tick as a leader. Now let's talk about Boltworks. So could you share the origin story about the company and then dive into what you guys do? Sure. So we operate in staffing and that's not like a technology programmers or whatever. It's, it's kind of blue collar people in construction, also manufacturing in the, in the factory floor, logistics, those kind of things. And in 2016, when we started, we had the problem that uh, all of this stuffing was done in very traditional way with pens and papers and phone calls and whatnot. And there were legacy like ERP and CRM systems in use. And also the payrolling was really ancient. None of it was really, really up to date. So we wanted to reinvent the business. We started off from the mobile application for the employee and employer. And, but we soon learned that, that we need to do everything in between from the CRM to ERP and, and the payrolling and invoicing. We first tried integrating different things, but that didn't really work out. So we ended up building the whole platform by ourselves. It's kind of a mix. We still have people working with the employees. We still have people working with the customers, but everything that's possible to automate, we've been able to automate. And also there are like uh, massive learning things that we can do with the data now that we are uh, scaling up. So it has been a really, really positive journey for us. Very cool. And what markets are you located in right now geographically? Are you just in Finland or does it extend outside of Finland? Yeah, we are just extending to Central Europe in Netherlands to be exact. We've pretty much compared Finland. We are number three staffing company in Finland right now. And we are number one in construction where we started from. So uh, it has been quite successful in Finland and now want to duplicate that success in, in market number two and three and four. Nice. And do you anticipate it's going to be challenging to replicate that success as you move into you know different countries with you know, maybe different cultures, different languages? Uh, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, of course, it's going to be challenging, but I, I think it's going to be possible. Uh, the technology we have is, is really generic in its core, and we've been able to scale from industry to another, from construction to manufacturing and logistics without too much of a problem. And uh, there have been like really different requirements that we've been able to maneuver. But of course, uh, the business environment in any different country is going to be different, that there are going to be 
things like legislation in particular when, when we are operating is staffing. Uh, business culture in many ways is going to pose challenges that we can't foresee. But I think we are up to the task and, and the work we've done so far makes us re- feel really positive about the chances in, in market number two and three and four. Nice. Very cool. And you mentioned there that you're number three in staffing in Finland at the moment. Could you just talk me through what the staffing market landscape looks like? You know, are the number one and two players, are they, you know, old established companies that aren't really using technology or what does that look like? Yeah, the total market in Finland is 2.5 billion euros. The number one takes about one fifth of that market and the number two takes uh, more than one tenth. And we are following them and trying to catch up with them. Okay, many of the companies are still using the legacy systems mainly, and most of them have some kind of technology development going on. But the thing is, it's even if you would have a perfect system, it would be really hard to transform your company culture if you have been like doing business the traditional way for 20 years. All the people inside your organizations are going to be stubborn and, and, and they are going to like not want to use anything new because it's a risk for them. And of course, ultimately, we got, we want to get rid of excess people also. So there's zero motivation for traditional organizations to renew themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's where we have the edge. We started from technology and not from traditional business. There was a bit of traditional business in the mix. We needed some customers. We needed some employees to try our ideas on. But that was really small in 2016. And it's, I mean, all of the people we've hired have been hired after having established the technology. And that's something the traditional companies can't really do. They have hundreds of thousands of people and then they can't just change everyone. Got it. That makes sense. And then how long is someone that you're bringing to these companies typically employed by them for? Anywhere from, well, if you're talking about the rental workforce, anywhere from one day to several years. And it could be one or one or several clients. But for example, to give you an example, we are paying salary for more than 10,000 people this year. And at any given time, there are more than 3,000 people working for us. So it's not huge, like, uh, change from month, month to month, mm-hmm. but it's still like it's temporary. So yeah, it's to do this the traditional way. It's a huge work. So the automation really helps here. Got it. That makes sense. And then what's the profile of, you know, the, the typical worker that you're, you're bringing onto the platform here? It could be a, construction worker, maybe it could be a manufacturing employee, for example, in a, in a meal or something. It could be a logistics worker, could be a truck driver. Uh, we also have some restaurant hotels, customers, mm-hmm. and also some white color. We, we started just recently trying out our technology in white color work also, but it's mainly work blue color and, and there are like hundreds of different professors among them. So it's kind of uh, impossible to paint the typical profile. Got it. But do they have some level of training or is it oftentimes you know, very entry-level work? Both. Uh, 
keep large mass is is entry level work, but there are professionals and mm-hmm. but we don't do that much training ourselves. There are some training initiatives, but most of the work comes from people who have already gotten their education and who are ready to work. And it's rare that we could supply education for them, but in some cases we do. Got it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And I know you've mentioned some numbers there, but are there any numbers you can share in terms of traction that demonstrate the growth that you're seeing? Sure. We just exceeded 100 million euros last 12 months. So that was a kind of a goal for us. And the next goal is uh, is going to be adding one di- digit to that number. 3,400 employees at peak this summer. The summer is peak time for us. Now we are at around 3,000. There's going to be more next year, of course. Uh, we started from pretty much from scratch. So that's a huge growth. Wow. Very cool. That's impressive. And what year did you launch? 2017. In 2016, we started off with the technology development. In April 2017, we were ready to launch the platform and our brand as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very cool. And switching gears here a little bit, as you know, bringing technology to market is never easy. What's the biggest challenge that you faced and how did you overcome that challenge? It's, of course, trying to transform the people. I mean, it's hard enough to come up with the technology that tackles the problem, but it's even bigger challenge to get the people to use it. The rental workers have been the easiest audience. Actually, our own salespeople and recruiters have been more stubborn, <laughs> to be frank. And, and the hardest part are the customers that are sticking to their traditional practices and not taking the advantage side of the platform because there's a definite advantage to, to using this platform also for the customers. But it's slow. You have to be patient. It, it comes and you need, you don't get anything in one year or two years. You have to be patient, but it's coming and, and this, uh, this industry has so many others will be revolutionized. But we want to be part of that that transition. And is there anything you know, specific that you say or do that you know really helps your customers have that aha moment to say, okay, you know, I'm open to this new technology or I'm open to this new platform? I would say it's it's, it's different aspects for different customers, and uh, we have so many different features in the in the customer application. But I think the eye opener is is for them to see how easy it actually is and how much less hassle there is when you let the technology do the work. So yeah, it's just a matter of persuading them to try it out and then the technology will then will then take the take care of the rest. Got it. Perfect. Okay. That all makes sense. And last question here for you. Zooming out into the future, what's the five year vision for Boltworks? I think, well, I said, we just exceeded the 100 million euro barrier. We want to be one digit more by then, and we want to be present in Europe. And as I said, the market is going to be revolutionized in Europe during that time. There are going to be competition, but I think our technology platform is unique, but there are other startups that have something similar, not, not exactly similar. It's going to be a huge competition. The European market is hundreds of billions of euros. So it's going to be 
shared again. The traditional staffing operators are going to lose. There are going to be technology platforms that take over. We want to be part of maybe the leading movement. Nice. Amazing. Well, unfortunately, that's all we're going to have time to cover for today. Before we wrap, if people want to follow along with your journey, where's the best place for them to go? Well, I have to be honest, I'm really bad at tweeting or, or blogging. I'm so busy with the business, but you can always follow the Grand Space article on, on Bolt.Works and see how we, well, how, how our progress goes. And honestly, I hope to be able to tweet more and, and maybe write a blog post or, or something. Perfect. And then for anyone listening, if you want to visit the website, it's Bolt.Works, correct? Yeah, exactly. All right. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for your time here. Really appreciate it. Really honored to have my first guest from Finland. So appreciate it and look forward to seeing you execute on this vision. Thank you so much, Brett. It was an honor. All right. Best of luck. <laughs>